Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Radix Podcast. I am Radix, or John, whatever you want to call me, and uh, we're going to get into a spicy episode today. Today we have Cameron Barnhill. Cameron is a great friend that I've known for a long time, and it was really good talking with him. So here's the episode. All right. So um, actually not like I, I don't know if you saw my text. I'm not sure what this podcast is going to be called. I have some ideas, but um, I just know I'm, I'm getting away from the Frogcast. The Frogcast is a rough draft. So um, welcome, everyone. Welcome, Cam. Uh, yes, going? Cam's my guest today. How you doing, Cam? Doing well. Got some jerky in the dehydrator. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> we are, we're here. We're going to bring you guys some base content is is what i'm hoping for some uh some spicy some spicy content really um i was gonna ask cam some questions but i don't really have those anymore uh and they were pretty lame questions so um how, how are you doing cam are you doing well i'm doing well setting up a little uh gym in my house and got a heavy bag in there some mats so you know just trying to make a little Sort of like a dojo room in my house. So you just did that recently, or been like a yeah, progress? it's in progress right now. But I mean, it's functional. Got a yoga ball in there, so I'd stretch out. You know, gotta keep True. the the mental fortitude high. So are you still doing like jujitsu and stuff like that? Yeah, I was. Um, I just started back up again after Word. a little hiatus from just like not being in good health. So. Um, I'm back yeah. in the classes now. Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of street beefs recently. It just makes me want to, like, take some fighting classes or something. You know, yeah. you know what street beefs is? Yeah, that's a good show. Very little so good. episodes. Yeah, it makes you. It just makes you like, makes you confident, or it makes you want to be confident like that. Are you, tra- of, are you like, trying to do anything like that? Like fight anyone? Um, I mean, I'd like to compete. I don't really care to like fight people in that manner. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I guess that's sort of like a UFC type thing. I don't know. It I like grappling because you don't have to like strike people and just with striking there's just the inherent danger of like brain injury. I'm not really yeah. f- afraid about like other bodily in- injury, but you know. I feel like I'm the opposite. The brain like, I don't want to do I don't want to do jujitsu and all that. I want to do the I just want like the brain trauma. I feel like yeah, I was boxing a little bit, and it's fun, but then your instructor starts hitting you back, and it's not as fun <laughs> to get like hit in the head. Right, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'd only want to get hit if it was like, yeah, if it was like in a match or something. It was a real fight. That's yeah. cool, bro. Doing some Having headgear or whatever. So is that still jujitsu, or is it like a different MMA? Uh, jiu-jitsu is... Like grappling, um, okay, and it's I kind of like the submission grappling style. So it's just like you know arm locks, like joint locks, and then chokes is pretty much how you win. But there's also like a point system um, that's a little confusing even for me. But yeah, and then there's like striking. So you're not allowed to like punch anyone in jujitsu, but. but you just try to either put them in a joint lock or a 
which is basically like a pain thing mm-hmm. or a choke. Hmm. So when did you start? When did you start jujitsu? I was like fifteen when I kind of started the first kind of thing, and I went maybe like twice a week. Um, and my mom would drive me, or I had a friend that I went there with, and his parents would drive us, and uh, we did it for a few months, and then they wanted us to do a tournament. And my friend that I was going with got hurt um, in an arm lock in the tournament. And because they kind of put us in like weird weight classes at our age, we didn't really have many people the same weight. So he got hurt by a bigger kid and he stopped going. And then I kind of just fell off too. And I recently started back up in like the past year or two. Then the pandemic kind of threw a wrench in that again. So I've started up like three or four different times, I guess collectively, maybe like six months or eight months of total training. Okay. So I, I was going <clears> to... <throat> did you wrestle as a kid, too? I thought you did. No, no. no I didn't. I played baseball. <clears throat> okay. Um, and then I've always kind of been around, like, uh, this one boxer we had as a family friend. So he kind of introduced me to martial arts for the most part. But My dad was never interested in it. Yeah. So I'm just curious. Why do you like... Is there a reason you like jujitsu? Like, no homo, but, like, uh, is it, like, um, you know, you got to be grabbing everyone's meat, but, like, um, is it, like, a mind thing? Is it, like, a game, kind of, when you're on the mat? Uh, I mean, I think all of them are, when you're, like, sparring, they call it rolling <laughs> in jiu-jitsu, because that's right. pretty much what you're doing, just rolling. Um, do you feel into that, though? Like, do you enjoy that part of it? Yeah, it's kind of a weird, it's, like, a sort of cardio and, like, body kind of thing so in a, one of our our class we do 10 rounds of five minutes so that's like 50 minutes of total time and yeah you get like 30 seconds or a minute in between each one so about like an hour long for the class and it's uh it's kind of like a weird like state like you're fighting for your life but as soon as that bell rings um you know everybody the tension loosens up the guy that's like got you in a choke or the dude you're trying to choke immediately just like releases and it's so it's it's like a safe you know when you're at your home dojo it's like a safe environment to like be able to train with people and like uh i mean it's kind of like a weird fight or flight thing like your organs and your lungs expand and there's just like a whole bunch of weird stuff because like Hmm put your pants on and kind of make them a certain tightness. And then next thing you know, like your lower abdomen is like expanding and everything gets all tight. And it's like, (laughs) it's a weird feeling, but it feels good afterwards. Like you feel almost like a hella primal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a sauna too. You're just like hot. (laughs) Sweat is everywhere. And you're, you know, it's, I feel like it's good for probably your immune system. You're like trading <laughs> sweat with people. You're interacting with like 10 different people at close level. I mean, yeah, the sweat's, it's gross, but I mean, it's just like a part of the game. And, you know, everybody's trying to look out for each other in the home dojo. So it's, it's like a brotherhood kind of thing too. And we have some ladies in there and they're great. Right. I'm I'm just listening. I'm like having different topics pop up into my head. Um, this shit we've talked about before. Um, yeah. What uh? Would you say that you know having all those people in the in the dojo would that have to do with quote unquote terrain theory? You know, 
Yeah, I think uh, like exposing I mean, I, yourself to more more stuff, I suppose. Yeah, my understanding of terrain theory isn't that good, but <laughs> I think as far as kind of uh, trying to create an environment where you're exposed to like different things, like you know, obviously you don't want to like trade fluids with somebody that has like a certain disease, but um. <laughs> Or like depending on the disease, how it's transmitted, like. But I think it's okay to have you know that that like personal touch, you know, when we were kind of like tribal people and babies were always kind of like held onto their mother, and you know maybe other people would hold on to them, get a little dirt on you, a little sweat. You're all kind of working together. I think it. I think it probably does good things for the immune system, and it keeps you healthier, exposes you to, I mean, whatever the dude that I'm rolling with, maybe he's like a blue collar worker. He's welding something or I don't know, he works like in construction. So he's got a different environment he's exposed to and he's bringing that to me and I'm bringing whatever I've got to him and just kind of trading. I'm sure people get sick. People have gotten ringworm, but. um, I had ringworm as a baby, bro. <laughs> I think oh my my sister had it when she was a little, like Damn. maybe like ten or something. Yeah, I had like lice too, bro. That shit was like really weird, felt very odd. But I don't, I don't know much about terrain theory either. Um, I just wanted to bring it up because I know we've talked about it before, and it's an interesting uh science that's kind of coming up nowadays. Um, but we don't, you know, need to talk much about that. Um. Let's talk about being primal, bro. Um, I'm looking at a picture of a panther right now. A primal-ass panther. and um, My favorite animal. Is it? Yeah. Panthers, panthers are bro. <laughs> I don't know much about panthers, honestly. Why do you like them? Uh, my cat, Satellite, who I had okay. when I was growing up, he was like a little black cat. And my uncle called him the Virginia Creeper, and he was like a little panther. And they're just cool. They're, they're you know, they, yeah. uh, they're fast. They look know, a little they're, chubby. They're strong. Yeah, they do. They probably got some good, a good layer of fat on them. Yeah. I think it, even in, so to bring it, circle it back to jujitsu, you know, having like a good layer of, fat on you it's good to have some weight to be able to apply on some people mm-hmm. um you know i don't know i think i kind of i've never really measured my body fat but i think i was hovering around maybe 12 to 14 percent um when i felt good like i had a good weight on people in jujitsu but so right. I, I think probably in nature you know it keeps you warm and panthers so many people want to be so lean and cut and i mean sure it looks appealing and it's nice. And I mean, I want to try it at some point, but you know, sometimes having that little layer on, you can be useful for primal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been kind of like obsessed with getting ripped my whole life and, um, only like the past year or two, I've really just become like comfortable without being ripped. Like I don't feel any need. I'm just like super confident and happy with, you know, who I am. And, I feel like that fat, whether it's even on like a physical or a mental level, like, um, you know, because the six pack won't stay there forever. You know, you won't be ripped forever. So I feel like just just being happy with what you got and kind of knowing that 
however you look in the moment is like how you're supposed to look like you're not supposed to really look any different and if you do look good you know in like the next year or two just know like you came from this you know so it's I don't know, I feel like it's good to start there instead of working towards something we're going to enjoy. It's always good to start with that enjoyment, I suppose. Um, yeah. Got to keep a good mental state. Yeah. And then usually the more good things follow once you kind of keep that good mental. Right. Yeah. Um, How's the primal life been? You've been getting it? I am... I've been trying to walk a little more. I don't really walk as much as I probably should. And really going to the gym and jujitsu was a lot of the activity I was getting. Um, but I feel like it's important to kind of do some like traveling with your own feet. And I drive to the gym. I want to start biking to my office, which is pretty close to where I live. Um, but I'll go on little walks during uh, my lunch break and I don't know I find it peaceful kind of like a meditation time but oh, yeah. I don't know I'm trying to find more ways just to I guess bring more more myself down to earth and give more time for thinking you know like we have two ears and one mouth and we do a lot of talking sometimes it's good just to listen to your thoughts and think and right things out I feel like it's like the thoughtless thinking, the think like the daydreaming almost that you get caught in. Like yeah. Whenever I hear daydreaming, I like I intuitively think it's like negative, but when I actually like I don't know. Like it's not good to daydream, but I would definitely wouldn't say it's bad like to to dream, quote unquote. And I feel like when you are dreaming like that, you're really um you're just using your brain. You know, you're really going deep and uh yeah just diving diving deep and yeah it's it's good to we can only do that when we're like in the flow when we're you said thinking but it's like it's so much so much less and so much more than just thinking yeah you, you know? can really have a lot of levels yeah i mean to really think it's kind of like a it's an interesting process you know, have like you been doing a, deep thought and light thought have you been doing uh the cold dip crew at all i wanted to start back up they recently moved the time a little further back so i can now like attend after work okay cold dips bro that stuff's wild i've been trying to turn the shower a little cold and it's <laughs> there's something about a cold shower that's like Dude, a little more painful than just getting I, in a cold bath I, or... I told you this like a year ago bro i was like i wasn't even kidding i was like i've been in a cold ocean i've been in the same temperature shower the shower is almost worse because then you got the cold air surrounding you and shit. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's not fun. Um, but I am definitely interested. I don't know about the crew, maybe the crew, but just cold dips in general. I was actually, uh, I was biking this morning. I biked to Lucky Oyster and back. And um, I was thinking about biking to the oceanfront or Sandbridge or something just to dip in there. But because um, that's yeah. the most, refreshing biblical uh baptismal type shit yeah it is kind of it's a good like little meditation area and i don't know i think there's like an interesting kind of vibe. balance with the yeah vibe and balance with the cold dipping because that's I, some I mean, I, off shit right yeah <laughs> i feel right. like you should kind of 
be able to have access to a sauna or like a way to heat back up. Okay. Right. Um, I don't know. Dead things are are cold. They lose energy. And I don't know. I've even heard ice is for the dead. You know, you keep dead fish or dead meat on ice. So maybe prolonged exposure to cold without being able to like bring yourself back up. I mean, I'm okay. not sure. I think that that's kind of where I'm trying to float around now. But there was a point where I was just, you know, dipping in cold and just using a towel to dry off and uh, bring myself back up to temperature just with the ambient air. <laughs> right. So you're you're really trying to do like the up and down kind of motion now? Yeah, I want to. Um, I mean, I've heard it's also bad to go like. Like my friend has a cold tank and then a sauna. I've heard it's bad to go like back and forth multiple times. Yeah. You can give yourself a heart attack. I yeah, guess. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to like have a sauna in my house or something like that. Yeah, that sounds legit. Sounds cool. But yeah, I like the cold dip. It it feels good, nice and peaceful. I'd recommend it. Do y'all incorporate like breathing into that when with the crew or is it mostly just the dip? Um Yeah, I think it's kinda like when we had like a new person come, we would just kind of give some pointers of what we like to do, how we breathe. You know, maybe you don't like sticking your hands under the water. Um Why not? <laughs> some people just don't I mean I'll do it sometimes. Sometimes I like to keep them above the water, but it's just kind of like a smaller space. Like, you know, the ve- the all the little veins mm-hmm. and uh, stuff in your hands are tiny, so they get cold pretty easily. Right. Okay. At least the yeah. other ones kind of constrict, like, the rest of your body, and you still get some good blood flow. Yeah, I mean... If my nuts are in the water, I can put my hands in. That's how I'm feeling. But that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. I feel like I should have something to ask you, Cam. Um, Fire but, away. But uh, we're just gonna keep rolling. How's how's hearing assist going? Uh, good. You know, it's a a good job. I like. I like it, and. Everybody's doing well. We got some good things coming. I I can't really talk about the new stuff we're doing, but um, That's fine. <laughs> you know, it, we're making progress and we're trying to get trying to help people. And yeah, no, I think I think it's cool. Ever since I first heard of that, I was like, huh, that's simple but super effective. And it's at Walmart, right? Um, we have them on the Walmart website. There are. Also in on Rite Aid right now, and have them on like other sources, but we're kind of waiting on the FDA to uh, write the law because, um, I mean, the law around this stuff is kind of it's difficult for people to purchase hearing aids over the counter. So hmm. um, they're supposed to have something come out this year, maybe around September. Um, the final ruling, at least. So, yeah, hmm, that's interesting. It's kind of a slow thing, so we're just helping people how we can right now. Yeah, 
Well, that's it's definitely it sounds like a good market. I don't really know, but uh, sounds like a good market. And um, I don't know. I had a bunch of questions written down, and honestly, I couldn't find my notebook. And I was like, oh, well, that's good. I'm trying to think of shit on the fly. Um, hey, it's all right. Okay, I got some shit written down. Here we go. All right. Um, what are we thinking about <clears throat> Ukraine? <laughs> Any thoughts? You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. Um, I don't know. I think I think war is terrible, and I think. Same. The fact that civilians, people that aren't involved in like military, or even that want to, you know, there's people that, that nobody wants to die, and I think it's terrible that there are innocent people that have to die. No matter yeah, if you can, like, you're in the it. Middle East or you're in Europe or whatever, and then yeah, all the videos of people and just yeah. Uh, disrespecting humanity, really. And we should all be trying to build each other up. Yeah, this is, I think, like, um, a a big libertarian um, just thing needs to be, like, anti-war. And, like, I I feel like we should still have the authority to, quote-unquote, like, wage war. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but like if people are going to transgress or like aggress against us like we can't be sitting ducks but at the same time we can't keep like we can't let this shit happen again basically like i mean it's already happening i'm not like it's not that it's not happening but like more fighting just doesn't help and it's just going to make shit worse and um yeah it's really just a shame what's going on out there yeah i agree i think kind of Stuff just kind of keeps <clears throat> rippling like a butterfly effect from deep in the past, you know, like World War One, World War Two, just like kind of drawing <clears throat> little yeah. countries, whether they're in the Middle East or Africa or uh, like the Slavic areas, like Yugoslavia dissolving and stuff like that. People just yeah, I mean, drawing it's all... countries out of <laughs> however they feel. Yeah, it's all <laughs> politics. And it comes um, back today, yeah. I think the most paid-for lobbyists last year were all from Ukraine. Like, we were just Ukraine, the country was the most paid-for lobbyists. Um, you know, it's like the Hunter Biden relationship with Ukraine. Um, something else that I find weird. Um, maybe it's not that weird. Maybe you just be like, eh. There's always, I don't know, remember that, you remember that Russian chick I was with? I, I, I feel like I've been seeing hella just Russian students coming over. And it's yeah. like, they just know it's not it's not it out there anymore, I feel like. Like, it's just not safe, kind of. But, um. Yeah, know. it's interesting. I don't really know much about I guess Russian culture and stuff. I feel like I've, I've like seen hello foreign exchange students coming through. That's all I feel like. Could be wrong. Yeah. I think there's a big desire for students to come here. Uh, I know there was a pretty good population of Chinese students at uh, Virginia Tech. and. Oh, yeah. JMU, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, I think just a lot of people like to come to the U.S. and study, and we have a lot of cool stuff here. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the booming spot right and now. Fortunate to be here, and for now, just want the rest of the world to kind of be able to have the same experiences we can have as you know typical people. We can drive around, go to the gym, but relatively peaceful. For the most part. Yeah, dude, I've I follow so many different people through uh Instagram and shit. It's it's really wild to see the different perspectives on life. Um like uh yesterday was the start of Ramadan. So <laughs> yes, yeah, so you got uh Indian celebrations, Hindu celebrations happening. And so it's interesting to see that that stuff and and how um it's how I don't know the word, but people are just so into it. They're just so into the the experience and they just look so alive in it. And it's nothing we're even barely, like even slightly aware of in the States and stuff like that. Um I mean we have holidays and stuff, but when it comes to those giant um celebrations, uh the I don't know. The United States is looking weird in several departments. Yeah, St. Um, Patrick's Day. <laughs> we just have drinking holidays. That's true. You know, people are fasting and they're trying to go towards a goal, but typical American just gets drunk on their holiday. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not a terrible thing, but... <laughs> yeah, it feels a little more community you know having fun with people yeah it just looks so different like we're just um i feel like the people in america just it's not that we're not even not used to it. it's like we don't want it i don't know they don't want what they just don't want um like a like a super ingrained experience like that. Like everyone wants to stay in their own little bubble and have their own experience. I feel like, like it's not, um, no one wants to trade bit. No one wants to trade sweat or whatever. Like yeah. not in a weird way, but yeah, no one, no one's really, way. yeah, no one's really like unconditional with them, with their love. I feel like, like they always, it's just their own little way of going at it. I don't know. I'm not trying to go off too much right there, but yeah. Um, People are mean People and crazy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But it's the States, bro. You know, there's, I feel like there's pros and cons to living here. And um, you got to be able to deal with the cons if you want to like and enjoy the privileges of the pros. We're going through such wicked times right now. <laughs> like suicide is like the second highest rate of death. Like that's downright insane. Yeah, it's really insane. I actually struggled with like some shit like that <clears throat> a few months ago, and like you can't. The, it it just sucks because there's like you can't see anything on the other side, shit like that. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. I'm, <clears throat> I know, like at least my some people in my family have uh, some anxiety, and, and it's definitely not. It's hard hard to deal with. I can't really imagine. I don't really suffer with much uh, in well, like <clears throat> ways that <throat> in that way, but 
you know, so I, I'm glad I don't have that. I just try to stay as healthy as I can to keep that peace. And that's, that's really what it's about. Um, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like they're one and the same, like keeping that physical health is keeping that mental health. And, yeah. um, yeah. And, oh, it just sucks, man. The world that we live in, um, you know, like, but we aren't just like, we aren't just like, uh, I feel like we're animals, you know, we're, we're, we're feed, we're given food, we're given love, we're given all of these things. And if they're not up to standard with, you know, what thousands of years of human evolution have given us, then yeah, you might turn out a little fucked up. Um, <laughs> but it's like, like I said, like this, this is, it's like the game we're playing living in this, uh, and like this. I don't know this this uh paradigm that we're in in the in 2022. Yeah. Um like you've got to be able to like control yourself and um that's number 1 is control yourself but um just just I don't know. I was going to say something. But <laughs> I wanted to ask about um nuclear energy ah cool so uh do you, do you you like you like nuclear energy um i think probably it it's probably our most promising at least from my understanding um the most promising source for creating like a, lar a large amount of energy and relatively small amount of byproducts and i mean yeah those byproducts are <laughs> kind of a tricky thing to deal with but um i think ugh, i mean i hate to put stuff in the environment you know i like i like the beach and i care about conservation and stuff but i feel like at the in the overall picture if we have somewhere to put this waste kind of like a mm -hmm. centralized area that's safe right doesn't leak into the groundwater you know i'm okay with it yeah i mean shit we could build a like a box in space and just shoot out into space yeah if we could get it to space i feel like there's no issue right? people are just scared that a the rocket might like blow up and then you have <laughs> <laughs> that'd be terrible bunch of stuff everywhere in the atmosphere it just blows up in the atmosphere <laughs> yeah so i guess the first thing would be what do you do if it blows up in the atmosphere? Yeah, you need to like, if we sent it, we need to like put it in like a thousand like carbon steel boxes that couldn't blow up or something. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, that's, that's definitely that's one question. question. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of scare behind nuclear because of the waste it produces. And you also have stuff like Fukushima. Where now they're actually releasing they're the like contaminated and stuff and the waste <laughs> into the ocean so i mean uh, oh, wait is that the other place that got nuked that was the one in japan that like had a meltdown with the tsunami didn't two places in japan get nuked or was it just one um two it was hiroshima and nagasaki yeah nagasaki i always forget that there was a second one man i always be thinking there's one Nah, dude, they really did it dirty, honestly. Yeah, it's um, pretty crazy. Yeah, really crazy. But it, 
it wasn't Chernobyl like a nuclear factory too? Yeah, that was a plant in that. Um, it seemed to be like a part of like the bureaucracy of central planning and just, you know, not failing the Soviet state that. Is that a Soviet thing? Maybe. Yeah. It could have like impacted the decision that some of the workers made. As far as I know, there was awareness that there was probably an issue. And. Maybe right. leadership or administration kind of just shrugged it off. So, yeah, it sounds like nuclear reactors would be something for capitalism to take care of. Um, but yeah, and the technology now, when I learned about it, now we have a lot of like planning and stuff to kind of keep <laughs> anything from that really prevented, like, is preventable to have a meltdown. We've got lot of countermeasures in place that work effectively right um so be the devil's advocate i don't really have an opinion on this but um what do you think about solar solar energy solar yeah i mean there's some things i was listening to a video about it and um it's just been something i've been interested in just the concept of energy and how reliable and sustainable it will be for our future um i know you worked on you were part of the uh what was the like wind the, turbine team yeah bro virginia um, tech so i mean out of nuclear solar and wind um you think nuclear's top tier yeah i think i would rank nuclear um the best out of those three you know, everything has a downside, and I think as far as just the solar and wind, um, I think solar would probably be best implemented where we already have structures, like rooftops, and if we could get it like pretty cheap, um, and some areas aren't suited for solar, others are. There's like a little map you can look at that can show you like how much energy can extract in, like mm-hmm. certain areas. Um, and then I think Wind, I think the end life cycle is one of the big issues. Once the turbines are done, a lot of that Same stuff with is the solar, recyclable. right? Yeah, there's like, I guess the stuff they make the solar cells with, um, heavy metals and other things. You know, it's hard to have the, the end of life stage. As far as nuclear, it's kind of like a permanent storage. Unless you can get it in space, and the other stuff, um, I don't know. It just seems like it kind of creates a lot more volume of of waste, right? For the especially compared to the energy each one produces. Right. So, I mean, I've been seeing solar. Like, if you go on Indeed, you know, looking for a job. Um, yeah. There's like solar contractors, um, and the job description is like you know. Uh, you go to houses and, uh, and I, I mean, I know some people that do this, but you know, you go to houses and basically sell solar panels and then install them for people. And, um, you know, it honestly, there is some government money behind it. Um, (laughs) so it's, it's subsidized, uh, quote unquote, renewable energy. Um, 
you know, I could, I'm not even trying to talk shit. I could see it being plausible. <clears throat> yeah. You'd hope they're both good. They just have some work to go. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um, it's wild to see houses with solar panels all over them. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, Elon Musk does a good job at kind of creating stuff. He's got the nice looking solar panels. They're pleasing to the eye. And I think if he can scale them to be cheap and they're, they last a long time, maybe they'll be good. Hmm. You um, know, I'm, I'm worried about where all this shit's coming from. Like, where are we getting all these resources from? Yeah. And the people digging them up. I mean, are we, <laughs> are they slaves or are they, you know, are they being damaged by the, their environment that they're mining in and, you know, all sorts of bad stuff I'm sure is happening. Yeah. And I, f I feel like you're not left out of that, um, that cycle of life, I suppose. <laughs> like you get yeah. caught if you if you get caught up in it, like in the same way that um <clears throat> I don't know, in the same way that you can use anything that's not particularly um quote unquote natural. Something like that. Yeah. Um Cam, it's been a good talk so far, I will say that. I agree. Having a nice little We'll, we'll discuss conversations, yeah, discussions about about whatever, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about. <clears throat> I don't know. The broadcast is is screwed up. Thinking about adding a a new thing, but a uh, new title. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not too pressed on that right now. Yeah. Um. Um. So how about that young draft coming up? You think the draft's gonna hit? <laughs> uh I don't know. I think if um I feel like it won't, but you never know what's around the corner. You know. Uh Yeah, I mean, hey, I wrote to the congressmen and women and the senators of Virginia and I requested that they not involve military action within the current conflict and really that's kind of my position on other countries too and it's not you know but could you say that again you you asked you said what to them i sent a i went to their websites and i found their <laughs> message box or their email and i emailed them or messaged them just requesting that they not involve the united states militarily that they vote no Right on. To anything that can involve military action, particularly in the Russo-Ukraine conflict, but it could be, you know, another country. There's no need to go meddling in other people's business. Yeah. Um, to put people like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like an American cause to go interfere with other people's you know they have their own conflicts for certain reasons and i don't think we should send our children to go fight and die there will be people that die if we go fight yeah there's a lot of problems in our own country i feel like that could be addressed but i think if there's a draft i think we have enough people that kind of volunteer that they would 
not need to draft. <laughs> I actually saw they're getting like less and less numbers every year or something. Yeah, I guess if we hit like a certain point, then yeah, they're gonna hit the draft again. <laughs> but I have a I have a screw in my knee, so I don't even know if I'm eligible. Thank God. Yeah, I'm sure if they were desperate enough, that screw wouldn't matter though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like we could get into some deeper discussions. Um. I went through like everything I had written down. Um. Yeah. How's your Sunday going, Cam? Is it well? It's going good. Um, I am... I'm trying to make some jerky and try to make a bunch of it. I would like to make pemmican. Mm. And I'm just trying to find food that I... I can eat and kind of snack on. And I'm kind of interested in making it myself. You know, save some money along the way. And just try to build up the funds mostly um okay. and then feed myself well right i feel like i spend a lot of money on like groceries and groceries are getting expensive and gas Real is quick. expensive yeah Real quick. holy shit so so let's um you're talking about jerky let's talk about the carnivore thing for a little bit um Oh, so how when did you start getting into carnivore diet? It was I think two years ago I was kind of introduced to it. And I've I've done all sorts of like eating lifestyles throughout my life. My mom has some autoimmune diseases and so we've mostly rotated through a lot of different stuff. Um I was like vegetarian for over a year. Um, probably vegan at some points in that vegetarian period, and then um, you know, like Mediterranean diet, Whole Thirty, Paleo, like raw, raw, yeah, all sorts of stuff. And so, I mean, I'm always kind of interested in trying to evolve the diet and keep trying things. So the carnivore probably two years ago, and I've mostly been sticking with it. And there's a lot of kind of branches of the carnivore stuff. Some people are strict carnivore. They eat meat and liver king and dairy and organs and stuff. Other people, they're strict carnivore, but they think, you know, maybe you shouldn't eat as many organs as like some people promote. And then there's other people that do animal base, which is like carnivore. And then you eat fruits and whatever. And then there's the raw meat experiment. Oh yeah. Then there's insane. Hey, I think if you can, if maybe you had like cows in your own place and you know how they're raised, maybe you can eat the raw meat. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be like a spiritual act, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Be hella spiritual. Like to eat the organs raw. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But I mean, hey, if you're going to eat the fucking meat, I mean, I don't know, man. Fuck it. Yeah. I've tried raw liver. I mean, I, uh, it wasn't from like a, a local farm or anything, but I kept it in the freezer for like a couple of weeks to a month, and that's supposed to suppress any pathogens that might be on it. And if you eat it like semi-thawed, it's supposed to be safe. So I've done that. I don't think I've had any complications from it or issues. 
but I probably think it. I think it's probably best not to uh, do it like that if it's from like a grocery store. You know, you're probably better off if it from a farm. You know, if you so want to try some raw stuff. <laughs> so a lot of people, if anyone's listening right now, um, they're probably like, "How are you like only eating meat? Like, isn't that bad for you?" Um, which I used to kind of think, but to me, it's kind of turned into like, obviously, like, I don't know, you're not eating, like people are saying, like, you shouldn't be eating this many organs all the time. You shouldn't be eating meat all the time, but at the same time, we shouldn't be eating all the time. So I feel like when we are, you know, feeding, um, making sure that we're eating things that work with us, um, is the most important. But uh, yeah. second of all, to make sure we're just getting what we need and that we feel and uh, that it actually works because I did the vegan shit and it only lasted about like five, six months before I went to the store and bought me a pork chop. Um, and I'm down to try the vegan stuff again. It's definitely not, you know, not knocking it, even though I've tried it. Uh, but, you know, I think there's a lot more credibility to the carnivore diet than, uh, you know, the mainstream public has been given credence to so um is there anything you want to say about the carnivore diet you know for people out there that are, might be interested yeah so i think one it kind of starts to check in the labels whether you're like carnivore diet or whatever you know just making sure there's no junk and in your food even some meat i mean some of the meat i was eating i realized <laughs> i didn't notice there was like a little ingredient a small two ingredient label on it, but it was like ground beef. And then the second one was natural flavorings. And I was oh. like, what? what is that? They get <laughs> and, you. and I didn't notice it for the longest time. So I stopped buying that. But I mean, I think just eating as much whole foods as you can, whether it's like just the meat plain by itself or like vegetables, trying to get it as, as pure as possible. Yeah, um, but like I guess the, the process shit, man, that's where it goes wrong. Yeah, they say, you know, the grocery store is filled with aisles of boxes of stuff that's sealed up, and I've heard that you should just shop on the outside. That's where the produce and the meats are, and mm-hmm. just kind of stick to that outside perimeter. Don't stray yeah. too far on the inside. Yeah, you, your ass get too high, start walking on the grocery store. You don't know what you're about to buy, honestly. Yeah. And it's hard to have discipline eating. I mean, I remember during Halloween, I bought some like candy and Oreos for to give out to kids, and <laughs> they all didn't get taken. So I ended up having Oreos. And I mean, they're good, but I just try to keep it out of my house because I'll definitely eat it if it's in front of me like that. That's the thing. Yeah, man. So I live, I still live with my family and I mean, I've been trying to get them to go gluten-free, which is kind of, you know, it sounds gay, but, and I've, I've actually, I went gluten-free for about like a month or so and then started eating gluten again and really didn't have, haven't had any problems. So I'm not like super stickler about it, but I did have appendicitis, which gave me like a huge, just like, cause I ate a bunch of bread the day before that and I was just like okay this is not good um so I'm I've just been trying to stay away from really just you know like you said if it's not like natural like if it's not really from the ground or from like an animal on the ground it's it needs to be double checked for sure 
and uh it's it's a like i said it's a crazy world we live in bro. so wild. yeah especially i like sausage but <laughs> my dad comes to visit he might buy some sausage and i like turn the thing over and i'm like there's corn syrup as like the second ingredient <laughs> should you really be <laughs> in the sausage yeah i put syrup in the sausage you gotta check you gotta check everything man for real it's it's so wild it's so freaking wild and and what's what's even wilder is i remember when i got into nutrition i was working out playing football i would after my workouts i'd go drink a like a a quart of chocolate milk from 7-eleven and i remember i was a chubby little motherfucker back then and everyone's reading like the big the big uh whatever label like the calories the protein the carbs i mean i don't know about you cam i do you check that very frequently um i do i was trying to like kind of track my macronutrients so i do check them but i'm I'm more worried about the ingredients over yeah yeah that's been a huge change i understand if you're working out or trying to meet certain goals definitely Eating and you have to eat enough if you want to put on weight or lose lose the weight. You definitely need to track it and make sure you're hitting your goals. But um, yeah, I just you know back in the day, I just go straight to the calories, and um, I saw that chocolate milk was like fifteen hundred calories, and um, you know, I just wish. I mean, I guess I can't really change anything, but I do wish I was more um savvy to what I was basically just what I'm putting in my body instead of you know these stats these statistics um yeah it's wild yeah i think that's probably a healthier way to think about it too so many people think about the calories and you know maybe they're not making the progress they want to because the fuel they're putting in their body the ingredients they might not be as good for them they might have other effects that could be like stunting their progress yeah, could be giving people actual medical, you know, problems. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's stuff you have to, like, study as far as our modern stuff. But it seems like as humans, we've been eating raw, like, at least whole foods for the most of our <laughs> our evolution, you know. Yeah, we're going Animals, through berries, a... agriculture, whatever. Yeah, we're going through a wild moment where... um. <laughs> It's just we've never done this before, so we got to make sure we're being fully conscious and aware of what it is exactly we're going through. Yeah. But um, so how do you? So I, I mean, you said it's been two years since you started the carnivore. Um, but I see you. You know, you post Snapchats. You eating pasta or whatever. Do you um? How how carnivore are you? You know what I mean? Because you said you'll eat the Oreos if you see them. So, well, yeah, I try to, if I can keep it out of my house or me, like at least, you know, if I had like a roommate or something, I'm not going to eat their food, but if it's something I buy, I mean, yeah, I'll eat it. My dad was staying at my house for a little bit. There's some bread on the fridge, but I'm not going to touch that. And, um, I can be fairly disciplined in like throwing stuff out and pretty good discipline going to the restaurants um, like I went with my mom and we had some ham and breakfast sausage and then some eggs at the restaurant, just kind of a la carte. So 
but nothing else. She kind of did the same thing. Um, but I mean, recently I've been trying to do like a strict carnivore. Um, when I first started doing it, I was pretty strict and I was like in ketosis and then I broke it kind of on like a bulk cycle of eating potatoes, just trying mm. to gain some weight. But now recently I'm trying to get back into the ketosis thing. So I'm pretty strict about what I'm eating right now. And so far I've done well for a week, <laughs> but I have been tempted by like, I've still got some fruit because I was eating some fruit before. So I've got some sitting there and I don't know, don't want it to go to waste, but I don't think I'm going to eat it at this time. But I was doing like fruit and different pasta, maybe potatoes, getting some carbs in um, for various reasons. But I think, you know, do what your body can manage and if if you can have like an elimination diet, like a carnivore diet, and then reintroduce stuff. Like for me, as far as I'm aware, the potatoes are okay. My body does okay with them, and they're useful for me for a cheap energy source for working out and trying to gain some weight. So I don't know. I try to do stuff with like a purpose behind yeah. it. <clears throat> I feel that. But yeah, I yeah. did have some pasta and probably this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to yeah, enjoy you, things sometimes oh yeah i think uh that's that's really my life motto i like to just enjoy life um you know i i try to be smart with my diet um but it's it's hard and um you know every day more and more i i, I relate to there's that jesus quote or whatever he's like don't don't worry about what people put in their mouths. Worry about what comes out. And part of me wants to be like, no, dude, we need to, we need to bitch and moan about what people put in their mouths, <laughs> what they're eating. But um, probably when no. he was intending that it was, you know, we didn't have like corn syrup and stuff around, just like crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I think you know people were probably still unhealthy back then, and probably could you know make some smart aleck remarks. Um, yeah. But it's it's just so true um, that even though we should be like, you know, staying aware of uh, what we put in our bodies, I don't think it's worth uh, worrying about or anything like that. You know, I think, like I said, the body is exactly where it's supposed to be. Um, I'm honestly glad I was fat when I was a kid because it gave me such like a, a great build underneath of it that, um, yeah, once I lose the fat, like I'll look great. You know, it's just you got to get through some shit first. And the same with skinny people. Like you got a, a, you got more of a build that you can just like lean out all of a sudden, like out of nowhere if you just put in that work. Yeah. So really, everyone is where they should be at. It's just you know finding that confidence to just keep going and make it better. You know. Yeah, it's like what you do is how your body will shape itself. Like fighters people that are like professional fighters their their body shapes like a different way you know if you're like a blue collar worker it shapes oh, yeah. a different way that way so i mean yeah your uh, veins your veins and shit do different things man yeah yeah you got to be aware of like your current situation and where you're going you know can't can't remain too ignorant forever <clears throat> yeah you gotta i don't know there's something i was listening to 
12 rules for life by jordan peterson i have the audiobook and um, he has a good anecdote about uh homer simpson and how homer doesn't <laughs> plan for him future his future self and really if you think about it your future self is like the biggest investment you could make um so homer i guess had a there's like a, a solution of mayonnaise and beer and it was like a gallon and he's like i'm gonna drink it this is a problem for future homer which is just like an illustration of <laughs> um i do it myself but a lot of people you know just kind of not really thinking about your future self making a, a decision and it's good to be you have to make decisions and sometimes they're have to be impulsive but Good to just have a little bit of planning, right? For where you're, where you'll be, in, in the future time. Heck yeah, bro. Um, well, Cam, it's been about an hour. Wow, really? <laughs> Stuff goes <laughs> easily. Right, bro. I feel like it's been ten minutes or something. Yeah. Um, I'm just sitting on my couch, with my headphones on. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. This is the first of many, honestly. So, all right, <laughs> sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right, bro. Talk. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the people before we peace out? Oh, just spread some write, love. Write your goals down, um, and make some progress every day, and have like a little midweek evaluation of what you've been doing. And, you know, don't be That's smart hard on yourself but just keep chipping away if you get behind just just keep working on it and love yourself and other people you know some people somebody's trying to argue with you i don't know it's kind of my thing just apologize i feel i'm sorry that you're not having a good day um i hope it's better so Mm, just try to be positive and realize it's nothing you did to them it's a random person you met on the street heard that cam all right brother all right appreciate you thanks for uh, thanks for doing this thanks radix (laughs) all right bro i'll uh (laughs) i'll talk to you in a little bit all right right, bye-bye peace